Welcome back to the Whatnots Review Show, number 248, where each week we have a different story to talk about. It could be a movie, an anime, a comic, a manga, all sorts of stuff. We read it, we watch it, we come back here and talk about it. This week we will be talking about Arcane, League of Legends, but we'll get to that in just a sec. My name is Kyle Springer and I am joined by Melissa Wilkinson. Melissa, how Hello. are you? I'm doing okay. How was your weekend, Ben, Kyle? It's been good. I went to go see John Wick for a second time. Uh, did not get to go see it in 4DX, oh. unfortunately. Man. Um, they, it, was, it was way, 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 way weird. Where I lived, they stopped all of the 4DX or like the 4DX equivalent showings on like Thursday afternoon. So like this entire weekend just nothing like you huh. had to go see the the like regular version um so we did the like 21 and up thing where you could like go sit and eat and you, you know have all mm. of your food there which was still a blast it was a lot of fun john wick horror very very good go watch yes it if you have not uh, we even have a spoiler cast we do on all, all of that stuff but melissa how has your weekend been? Fine. Uneventful. Did a lot of laundry. Went to my parents' house. Watched my dad channel surf. My dad's Hell the yeah. full cable package. He has maybe the most <laughs> channels of any human right like now. Like 900 and I watch him channels. <laughs> I watch him Remember channel when that surf was a through. Thing? Yes. Wild. He Wild. goes to uh, a fishing show, a car show. Uh, just all of this real dad type stuff, very outdoorsy, very sporty. Uh, and then he eventually lands on Trolls World Tour, <laughs> <laughs> clicks record next full showing. Yes. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> what a great weekend, though. <laughs> right. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, like I said, we are here to talk about Arcane the hit mm -hmm. TV show that's out on Netflix and animated series. Uh, what kind of Netflix is most liked is what the 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 app yeah. uh, told me, which I yeah, I always knew that this mountain was an instant hit. Everyone loved it and was immediately just been like, oh, my God, you need to watch this. Um, it, it actually took me quite a while to check this out. Uh, I ended so we're recording this uh, in April of 2023. I only watched mm -hmm. it like end of 2022. Um, so it, it took me a, a bit, but I then rewatched it for this week here on the podcast. But I, I, I consider myself a gamer. I'm sitting here in my Xbox shirt. Yes. Right? Um, I know nothing about the game that this is based on League of Legends. Not my kind of game, not my scene. I didn't know anything. Um, and so, I yeah, I was very, very pleasantly surprised going into this, realizing, oh, I don't need to know anything about the game. I, I, mm -hmm. I don't even need to know that this is based on a game and you can still enjoy this. Um, so that, yeah, that that is 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 neat. Um, but I'm glad we're finally talking about it here on the show. Mm -hmm. Melissa. Yes. We, you 
self-admittedly not much of a gamer uh we've zero absolutely zero we used to have a video game podcast here at the whatnots Mm. and even before that i liked to do like let me use melissa as a magic eight ball to do all of my like e3 rest in peace uh my my (laughs) e3 predictions all of that stuff Mm -hmm. like hey what do you think this will happen and that was good it was fun but that was me just being like hey i know you know nothing L- yeah. let me just have you say yes or no that's <laughs> <Right>. it. <laughs> just you'll just you guys would throw a a game at me when i would go on episodes of crossplay like melissa when do you think this game is coming out and i just stutter and say like uh, uh the fourth quarter 2023 and you guys would be like oh no and i'm like i <laughs> First quarter 2023? I don't know what no, the correct answer, answer is. That's the St- point. <laughs> Stick it there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> and zero um, knowledge. Well, I, I know a lot of names. Sure. I know names. I have seen faces. I've walked I've walked past a GameStop in the mall. Hell I know that hell much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. Um <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so what what was your I guess experience with this arcane show? Had you heard of it before? What were you thinking going into it? Where was your mindset? I had been told about it, but in like my brother told me about it. Like various friends, I went on like a couple dates where guys were like arcane, but it was the thing where everybody just kept yelling adjectives at me and they didn't add any specific information. They would just be like, it's incredible. It's amazing. It's so good. And they would only add further detail by adding further emphasis. Like it's incredible. And I'm like, that's not a a fact. I don't know what this thing is. What are you (laughs) talking about? And they never gave me any sort of specific, like, Oh, Melissa, you would like this because it's like this other thing you like. So I was just right. being like, vaguely a little in... bit about the story to get you yeah. inter- interested. I, I gotcha. So I, gotcha. I knew it was very good. I trusted that it was very good. I knew that people did sincerely like it, but I was frustrated that people just kept vaguely in <laughs> impersonally yelling at me about it. That's great. Uh, so, but I thought, I, I guess eventually I got to give this thing a shot so I don't uh, get yelled about it. Yeah. Not yelled at, just sort of yelled towards just sort sure. of like a big booming enthusiasm that people yeah, have. Yeah, now, now, now like, you so can that I, stand your ground yeah. and hold your own and be like, in fact, I have seen it. In yes. Fact, X, Y, and Z, I did a podcast on it more than you ever did, right? <laughs> Probably, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, so you pitched it to me. I'm like, I have to take it. I This has been out there. It's, I have to. I feel like I'm doing a disservice to so many friends brothers acquaintances random dates if i don't at least try it but i don't think this was the best week for me to watch it i'm like under a lot of stress at work i'm hitting the gym i'm honestly i've got this real tight like weight loss goal i had to watch this on my phone at the gym which i know is not the best circumstances to watch this on a little screen propped up on a machine where i'm also watching like the calorie count and my heart rate Nobody else is watching Arcane while also monitoring their heart rate. So I know I was distracted. 
I, I did enjoy the show. I enjoyed it more than I thought I would, but I don't think I enjoyed it as much as I was supposed to. I think it's just bad timing. That's okay. That's understandable. Um, yeah, so I, I pitched a series of animated television shows based off of vi- vi- video g- g- games. Uh, and yeah, you picked Arcane. Uh, immediately after I had watched this one, I was like, oh, I, I need to do like a things based on video g- games mm. p- 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 pitch here on the review show. So, yeah, I'm glad we are finally g- getting to this. I I re- really, really enjoy this show. Like I said, I know nothing about League of Legends. I'm more of like a first person story driven video game um player not an online pc even though i I have a pc that can probably handle it and do some stuff like that i just yeah not not my not my scene Mm -hmm. um so let's do so let me at least mention a little bit more about the video game here and this is how much of a fake gamer i truly am i'm pulling up the wikipedia page of league of legends to even explain what it is because i don't even know i I gotta (laughs) say that after watching this show i don't feel like i'm closer to understanding what league of legends yes. is or what you do in it i watch it trying to figure out like who who are the players what are, what do the players do like what yeah. sort of role are you in and i can't be sure the, yeah this is not meant to like entice not necessarily meant to entice you or e- educate you on the g- 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 game it's just meant to be its own story and it's set within the same world um, but according to Wikipedia, uh, League of Legends is a multiplayer online battle arena g- g- game in which the player controls a champion uh, with a set of unique abilities f- f- from an isometric perspective. So it's like that top dead down, almost like three okay. quarters. This sounds like most games, a champion with abilities. Like, well, that's so Pokemon. It, so it, that's everything. It, it, <laughs> no, because Ash does not have abilities. Um, so, yeah, like you, you, you can pick of a number of different characters, right? You could be a, t- a, t- a tank, which can take a lot more damage. You can be a support character, which can heal characters or cast spells to buff them and make them stronger, stuff like that. Um but yeah, as of 2023, there are over 160 champions available to play uh, over the course of a match. Champions gain levels, blah, 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 all that stuff. I'll, I'll skip m- most of, of that. But yeah, it's um, man, it, it is or uh, it is developed and published by riot games uh it's inspired by defense of the ancients a custom map for warcraft 3 um blah 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 like since its release in 2009 league has been a free-to-play game and is monetized through purchasable character customization it's available on microsoft windows and mac os so okay there you go. That's all I'll I'll say on what the actual video game is. 
it is Thank incredibly you. popular. Um, maybe worth checking out. But however, this television show, this animated series, uh, I, I will do the quick plot synopsis of this according to its Wikipedia. It says, amidst the escalating unrest between the rich utopian city of Piltover and its seedy oppressed underbelly of Zahn, sisters Vi and Jinx find themselves on opposing sides of a brewing conflict over clashing convictions and arcane technologies. Mm -hmm. Now, I think that is a kind of very top level. Yeah breakdown of what this is and yeah on one hand yeah it is a story about these two sisters that get separated and find themselves on kind of opposing sides of this conflict this classist conflict uh and on uh, the, the other hand it is a story about magic this world that has been uh, like magic exists it has had this long history and at one point they tried to get rid of it because of its destructive power because the wrong people tried to get their hands on it and it, I, I, from what it sounds like maybe an entire city was dis destroyed uh, if not more than that and yeah they tried to bury it and slowly but surely magic is starting to kind of come back and manifest itself. And there is this young scientist slash engineer um, who re reminded me a lot of a, like a, a Tony Stark like Door. character um, that is starting to bring magic back. He has rediscovered it and thinks, hey, I can incorporate this into technology uh, and that has kind of launched him into the higher uh, places within this heady, <laughs> certain governing bodies. Uh, and he is starting to shape the 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 future of this heady. <laughs> uh, and it is now starting to attract the attention of both that seedy underbelly as well as some nations on the outskirts that we really haven't seen much of yet, yet, yet. We've just started to see, oh, you're a character from, you know, that world that has been like, hey, you're starting to build weapons. Let's uh, mm -hmm. let's keep an eye on on you here. So things are starting to bubble over, I, I think is a good way to put that. Um Melissa, would you like to add anything to that? Do you think I, I missed or left out anything? There are several characters you are following. When the show started, sure, yeah. I thought we were just going to be on these two sisters. Uh, but then the cast really expands. There's a couple different protagonists who yeah, you, you really absolutely. get a good look at their lives. Like the, the scientist you mentioned, you know, his other scientific partner, the sort of mayor and like council members of the yep. city they're in a law enforcement officer a, a a drug kingpin all sorts of people are in the mix here yeah yeah um yeah this i i, I think this harry's as a whole is quite inc incredible from the artwork and the animation style um to the way they craft their narrative 
Um, I think the pilot of this one is such a strong start to just get you interested in what's happening. Um, And then, yeah, by the end, I'm I'm fascinated. I want to know more about the world and what's happening, what's coming down the road. I know that they are working on a season two, but I think it will take a while. I'm not sure exactly Mm. when that is coming. Um, So who knows? But um, yeah, the 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 artwork reminded me a lot of uh, like it 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 has this real like painterly style. Uh, at times, it looks really like like a like a two D digital painting, and then at mm-hmm. times it has these like this gorgeous sense of depth uh, in yeah. in there that is just like how did they do this? Um, it it also kind of reminds me of Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse mm-hmm. or that more recent Puss in Boots. Um, yeah, okay. We saw yeah. that. There's some, some artwork in there that looks very similar. The way they just mix the like 2D and 3D animation styles in one to create this like wholly new thing is is fantastic. It's great. The, um, I've never seen a tv show that looks like this this is visually unparalleled in its medium i i thought of movies that are stunning or inventive in other ways but i struggle to think of another episodic uh tv you know broadcast or streaming show that i've seen that is on this level of of depth of detail i it, not to say that it isn't possible. I'm sure there are great examples that I'm just not thinking of right now. Oh, sure. Yeah. But there is something truly cinematic about it. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think, yeah, the way they craft their narrative is just expertly told and how it all kind of weaves together. Um, all the different characters you follow. Yeah. You don't really expect this to be an ensemble cast. Um, mm-hmm. based off the premise but they handle each of them adeptly they're all in- interesting in their own ways um i i never really felt like oh man i wish we could get back to vi and her story because this mm-hmm. other character is just kind of boring like they they make them all interesting and you want to know more about what's happening in each of these different corners um and a, a huge cast, a a uh, wide variety of all sorts of different actors that you may or may not recognize. Uh, we we have some whatnots review show alum. We do. We have a lost alum, uh, yes, al- alumni in in this, which is fantastic. Um, so here on the review show, we also covered uh, the first season of Lucifer. Um, Wait, way back when and Kevin Alejandro uh, is in that show. He plays Jace in, in this. Mm-hmm. He's that like scientist and engineer uh, who's who's incorporating all the magic into hex tech, um, all of that good stuff. Uh, I'm a big fan of and I'm I don't know exactly how to pr- pronounce uh, their name, but Sora Agdashlu. I think is how you say her her name. 
Her voice is incredible. She has that like deep, raspy voice. Uh, she's also in The Expanse, which is one of my mm. favorite shows. Uh, and then, of course, Vi is played by Haley Stanfield. Uh, we've seen her in Hawkeye and, and stuff, which we covered on another mm. one of our podcasts. It, Melissa, is there anyone else you recognize in, in I- here? <laughs> Jason Spizak from Green Lantern, the animated series. Okay. I was very happy to hear Razor's voice again. There you go. Yeah. Okay. okay. I, I, I. So he he plays Silco in this show. Mm. Uh, interesting. I I did not know that he was also a review show. That was the only one I was here. thinking of. I'm like, I've got one voice I'm latched onto. Okay. Okay. Good stuff. <laughs> Um, so Yuri Lowenthal, who plays the character of Milo, um, who, uh, we really only see in the pilot, though his voice kind of lingers on, Mm -hmm. um, he, I, I know him because he plays, uh, Peter Parker in the Spider-Man video game, uh, as well as Marvel's Midnight Suns, which I just recently played, um, all all that stuff. He, he is, he is a fantastic Peter Parker in that uh i also recognize fred tassatori uh who yeah is a Benny's prolific all over the place v- yes. voice actor he often does hulk uh in all the like yes. marvel uh mm. stuff and then of course at, at least for me last but not least uh the late mia or mira Furlon, uh mm. who played rousseau in Lost, yeah. the French woman, she is in this. And I, I don't think I knew that she passed away. I didn't like know. Last I'm year, just curious now. Well, yeah, it's very sad. Recently. Um, yeah, that's uh, that is unfortunate. She played Babette uh, here in this show. She was the older, the older woman at the brothel. Um, mm-hmm. that that gave them some 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 info but yeah i'm i'm sure there's other people in here i know roger craig smith uh is in this he played clagger he's a prolific voice actor as well yeah i'm i'm sure there are tons of people in this yeah and i i know there's people you're recognize. naming uh from a video game background like i know yuri lowenthal is ben 10 <laughs> yep, yes yeah i think you've also told me show. he plays um, peter parker in the video games but i don't know that firsthand yeah good stuff good stuff we have been talking for a while spoiler Ugh. free uh so let's take a quick break for housekeeping and when we come back we will dive into spoilers uh so yeah we will be right back Here at The Whatnots, we make multiple different shows, and a lot of hard work goes into making them, so we would love it if you check them all out. If you enjoy our shows, patreon.com slash the whatnots is the best place to show your support. For just a dollar a month, you can get early access to episodes, and at our $3 tier, a Patreon-exclusive podcast, The Pilots Club. You can even get a shout-out and thank you on most of our shows at the $5 tier. And if you're one of our patrons already, Thank you so much. It means the world to us. You can find out more information on our website, thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. When you type in The Whatnots, all of our shows will pop up right there. Just don't forget to give us a nice rating and review if you like the shows. 
You can also find us on YouTube and Twitch for video versions of the shows, trailer reactions, and live streams. And lastly, we have merch. If you want to grab yourself a shirt or a hoodie or a mug or something else, head over to the whatnots.com slash store to pick up some merch today. All right, we are back. Once again, a big shout out to all of our Patreon supporters. We appreciate Thank you. it. We love you a lot. Uh, if you are a supporter at the $3 tier, you get access to our patron-only exclusive podcast, The Pilots Club. And this month in April, we talked about Bob Patterson. Melissa, <laughs> what's, what's Bob Patterson? <laughs> Bob Patterson is a 2001 ABC sitcom starring Jason Alexander as Bob Patterson, the nation's third best-selling self-help guru this show lasted one month <laughs> which is it's just so weird of a show it lasted a single month uh they only made t- 10 episodes about half of them a- a- aired and then they lost some of the ones that did not yes. a- air it's just a weird ch- I, show all together like two and a half episodes are missing. So that means 25% of the entire series is just lost to time. Wild, wild stuff. So if you want to hear us talk about that, uh, that is mm. what we are talking about on the Pilots Club. But right here on the review show this past week, we finished up our coverage of the Fast and the Furious saga. We yes. have watched all of them now. We're um, in the family. We, we brought the corn the to the barbecue. When you're here, you're family, right? That's what they say. Mm. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, we had a blast watching all of the, those. Last week, we covered seven through nine. Um, yeah, I cannot wait for Fast 10. It's g- going to be a blast. So go check out our coverage of the Fast and the Furious. We have a few episodes on all of the, 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 those. Uh, over on the Captain's Log... Uh, man, we got to uh, t- t- talk about all sorts of things that l- l- my, my life is in shambles. I've been lied to again. Uh, Luigi's pizza is a lie. You guys will have to go f- find out what that means. But mm, Melissa, you and I also talked about the villain experience that we truly yeah. deser- deserve. Uh, we, we, we have Avengers campus. Yeah. We have Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. I need mm. like a Legion of Doom summer camp where I can yes. have my <laughs> own villain experience. So we got to yeah. discuss yeah. our thoughts on that. Um, <laughs> we talked about Six Flags having the classic <laughs> Gotham City. You trip from a catwalk into a big vat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the number one comic book experience we want to live absolutely uh but then oh, over on the reactor core i also already mentioned our john wick four spoiler cast if you guys would like to go check that out uh it is up on podcast services and youtube unfortunately our video got corrupted on that mm-hmm. one so it's an audio only even on youtube but uh it's out there if you guys want to check it out uh, and then immediately after this, Melissa, you and I are finally recording our reactions to the first two episodes of season two of Yellow Jackets. 
I'm super excited to mm-hmm. talk about that. And uh, it may or may not be the reason that I need this energy drink um, for uh, today. It scared you. You stayed <laughs> up all night shivering I, in fear. I would not in fear. My mind was racing. <laughs> Theories, <laughs> Melissa. Theories. <laughs> um, but yeah, you guys can go check out all of that stuff. That's housekeeping for this week, though. Let's get back to Arca- Arcane and start talking some spoilers. All right. Melissa, I know you said that your viewing Mm. experience may not have been the most ideal experience. The ideal experience, obviously, being watching it on your your Shrek TV uh, with a built-in VHS player. (laughs) Only. We, we yeah we, we we can't all have that experience so can, can i Melissa, tell you real briefly right now sure, that last night my roommate was telling me that she just rewatched shrek and she's like man shrek's still good shrek hits i'm gonna watch yeah. the second one i just found out there's a third one i'm like mary Did, there are what? four i told her I'm like mary there are four shrek movies she's like wow. what no way like four shreks Two Puss in Boots. There's spinoffs, yeah. The, the short film that was the ride, the Shrek 4D experience at Universal oh Studios. Like, Mary, you don't know what you're in store for. That's amazing. That's amazing. Uh, that that uh, also kind of happened to my p- partner with uh, mm. Fast and the, F- and the F- Furious. We, we were watching, like, the second or third one, and of course course it had the like yeah the viewers also watched and it was like number five and she was like man they made five of these i was like (laughs) twice that many twice and counting yeah (laughs) anyways arcane melissa Mm -hmm. what stood out to you what what of of your not so great viewing experience (laughs) what is something that was like Whoa, that's neat. I like I said, the visuals unquestionable. They are no matter what mental frame you're in. Like I've needed to learn a lot of new processes and documentation and things at work. So my brain already feels real crowded. And when I turn on a show that's like a high fantasy show with so much lore in it, like I I'm already at a threshold. Like, I know I am not going to be able to retain this information they're giving to me. But anyone at any time can look at this thing and be astounded. Like, the uh, particularly as the, sh- as the season goes on, like, the way Jinx sees that, like, the, the way the footage around her just, like, glitches and breaks, and it's so scratchy. Like, it turns from this painterly style into like scratch board art yeah. it's it's really outstanding i the the use of metaphors in this thing to the point where like when you watch mitchell's versus the machines and like those little like stickers pop up on screen where a character's excited and then there's like a little gif almost stuck on the screen of like some little cartoon dancing like you know oh this is a metaphor this is a visual presentation like that didn't really happen but sometimes mm-hmm. Jinx would like glitch from like one part of the screen to another. And I did stop and question, like, can she really do that? Did that just happen? <laughs> can she like break time and move that fast? Because I don't know the rules of this world. Maybe she can. 
yeah so so yeah i i read that as no she's not like physically actually doing it but it it is their yeah they're like like filming technique their artistic style mm-hmm. or choice to just depict like this character and this like her her mental state um where i mean yeah like we, we've seen like montages of like a character who needs to spend a long amount of time in a certain spot and you see them be like okay they're looking out the window now they're sitting down and writing a book and they're over here they're over there they do this and it's like it it cuts in between all of that stuff so it looks like they're hopping around Mm -hmm. that's what it's doing for her but not over a long period of time um yeah yeah and that's but that's really really neat and i you you said that you don't know if you could like name another like animated series that has like this high production value. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I could name any kind of live action show yeah. that does anything similar to like what if we had a like and I, 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 not to be the like scratchy stuff like all mm-hmm. you know, all of that stuff I yeah. you, you know you've seen but this idea of this character almost glitching out to the point where it's like the way she's depicted on screen is more so a metaphor Mm -hmm. for her mental state yeah um and not like a physical ability or power or i I was i was 90 percent sure that's what it was but still i'm like i I have to watch this thing on a tiny phone screen at the gym. Like I might have looked away at the wrong time. I know I'm not getting 100 percent of this. Like, she has her like clock like, stoppers. Right. Watch. Like I don't. <laughs> I left a no, little space for if maybe I missed something <laughs> and she genuinely can move very fast. I was like <laughs> I don't know everything that's going on. Maybe that's true. Yeah. Yeah, I I think that stuff is really, really neat. Uh, Even in moments where I feel like it gets a little cheesy with how much metaphor they're putting Mm. on um, it, it's still just visually stunning. It's still just, man, this is great. Um, Like there's there's a moment where like I, I think it's the moment she lights the smoke flare yeah Uh, and uh, like sparks are falling and she's holding it up but it's also like the camera's spinning around her and the music ramps up and it's this real like mournful sorrowful like piece that is is playing in the back around and then yeah you see the like spirits or like the 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 corpses of milo Mm. and Clegger like beat behind her just like laying on her in this like opera this operatic just like oh why you know it's like it's it's kind of cheesy but it like man it's gorgeous it's beautiful and it works um yeah Mm -hmm. it's just yeah yeah there's it's this, so good this <laughs> is the, it's the it's incredible it's amazing I, it's so good i Just know i it. know stop yelling <laughs> i did it i this is the episode of the podcast where you're gonna know everybody's names and i'm not i like i knew their little friends as chubby kid and eyebrow kid <laughs> that i mean it's essentially that's kind of all you need 
don't know, they're characters, but they're also kind of non-characters mm. in the sense that they're only there in the first three episodes and then they die. Um, but they 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 do this thing where their voices, their spirit, like Powder, a.k.a. Jinx, is mm. still dealing with them. She found herself uh, unfortunately responsible for her death, mm-hmm. and she didn't immediately know. And when she found out, she was devastated. And so she has this, uh, like, like, like the the specters of of yeah. them, right? Still like ta- talking in their in in her head, and she ta- talks w- with them. Um, which is also I I know that's been a narrative thing in a number of movies or mm-hmm. animated shows and stuff like that. But also, if you've played uh, the Batman Arkham ah. g- games, there's one of them. It's Arkham City, I believe, is is the one. Uh, no, no, because that's Arkham. It's. Fuck, I should know this I can't one. help it's, you here it's <laughs> i know um but but yeah there's one of the arkham games where the conceit is joker has already passed away but batman mm. is continuing to see him and is like talking with with him and he would just like he would just be sitting there just being like so bats you're still here huh like blah blah blah, blah. and he's just like shut up and he like walks by um <laughs> I, yeah I, I think it's very lovely and polite and respectful that you say passed away but in that context it sounds like Batman didn't kill Joker. Nobody killed Joker. He just like quietly Not, had a heart it, attack he in his sleep, and now poisoned Batman himself. Has to live thinking of battles, he, he was sick Joker. and poisoned himself, and kind of oh, like Batman couldn't oh, save no. him. Something like that. I don't really remember exactly. Um, I, I was just. I, I just thought it was funny the idea of the, the like the number one supervillain in comics like nobody takes him uh. out just just natural causes. <laughs> that that might be an interesting story for Batman too because that is the 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 thing for Superman like for for when when Pa Kent dies. It's not supposed to be like it was in Man of Steel where it's this natural disaster where another thing people yell at me. Right, <laughs> but it is this like, oh, he had a heart attack. Superman literally cannot do anything mm. about that. Um, so yeah, but um, I don't know if anybody could. Maybe Hank Pym could shrink himself down real small, go inside somebody's heart, do something. I don't know. Completely separate, yeah, yeah, yeah universe. But yeah, I, 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 yeah, like the someone like that. Somebody done can, something. not Superman, but somebody. Can stop yeah. a heart attack. I don't know who. Um, I don't know which X Men that is. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I, I, I like what they're doing with with Powder with Jinx. This mm. idea that she is this younger character, just wants to help, just wants to be involved, and ends up uh, just unfortunately causing the death mm. of the people that she loves and wants to hang out with and be with and stuff like that and it ruins her she is she's a mess and it immediately is is just berated just like you are a jinx like and then mm. abandon 
and then the or one of the antagonists of the show, Selko, just kind of picks her up, takes her under his wing, and he ends up becoming this like father figure for mm-hmm. her. Um, in this like weird, not not Stockholm <laughs> syndrome, but like Stockholm ad- adjacent, where yeah, he 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 is this father figure for her, and she. Mm. likes that and accepts it and like mm. has an affection for 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 yeah. him um yeah the whole the whole thing is wild because I, I on in some cases think of her more as a joker like character when yes. she is just causing chaos wreaking havoc mm. when she's older uh but also is kind of the harley quinn kind of yeah. character too where she she does kind of have this Stockholm syndrome thing for Silco, uh, but uh, yeah, I uh, I don't know. I I I like her character a lot. She's fantastic. Yeah. There's, I know the show is packed with nuance, and I wasn't able to get all of it, but I can see it in things like Silco does love Jinx in a way. Like there, it's not a a great healthy relationship, but there's not nothing there like there's enough that makes it really interesting there is a sincere love between the two of them just muddled with it's so many other troublesome things and the show's good at really tiny subtle like facial movements but also really raw emotion like the scene when when young jinx and young powder like learns that she inadvertently killed her friends, like her sister's screaming oh. at her, like, you're right, you're a jinx. I don't want to see you. Like, don't follow me around anymore. Like, it's rough to watch this, like, little girl who's animated not, I don't want to say, like, they don't really, it's stylized enough they don't really look like real people, but there's something so relatable about everybody's faces. Like, they're so dynamic. Mm-hmm. They're so expressive. You look at these cute little kids and you do feel a care for them to watch her just go through all of that, just screaming, like punching things in her room, like snot coming out of her nose. Like it's so yeah, it's it's very raw. Like I wasn't expecting it to go quite that hard. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. That was one of the things that I found myself thinking the first time that I watched it, too, because like. Again, same thing for mm. every, everyone being like, it's good. It's great. Watch it. Um, and I finally did like I went in with high expectations. And yeah, the end of that first episode, I was like, oh, yeah, holy shit. Like, this is great. But then mm-hmm. the first three episodes are interesting because you can kind of watch them as a movie like those mm. three mm-hmm. tell a complete story. Um, and then those threads continue as the show continues, but you don't get like episode four through six is also another movie. And then, you know, the last arc is also like it does the initial movie and then kind of treats it more like a show going forward. So it's interesting. Um, but yeah, by the end of that third one, the end of that like initial arc, it it like it's amazing how much of an emotional gut punch they can put in in that and then stuff mm-hmm. that they continue to to do down the road with all of these different characters and seeing where they end up and he even when uh like when 
like you see the younger version of Echo um, when mm-hmm. after v- 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 Vander d- 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 dies and he's he's c- c- crying, just being like, I saw the whole thing. And then when you yeah. see him l- 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 later on and just where he 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 is, uh, it, it, it is this like emotional, just like, yes, he's still here. He's still doing yes. his thing. <laughs> like, they're, they're, like as much as there are those like super raw, intense, emotional, like downbeats that you are sad mm, that you yeah. are uh just like oh this is heart breaking there are these moments that are also just as high just being like this is cool or like oh yeah you're still here like yes this is mm-hmm. awesome um yeah yeah like the, the the way they can weave the emotion in their stories is fantastic um and it's it's interesting because I'm also someone who likes a lot of world building, mm. and I feel like this show both does it and does not at the same yeah. t- time. It teases yes. you and gives you enough to look at without being like, OK, but she's from this other civilization over here. And here's what their p- people are like. We'll show you that city next episode, like all that, yeah. that stuff. And I think usually I would be like, tell me more. I want to know more. Mm-hmm. This is not enough. Mm-hmm. But I think they do this really adeptly. I, I, yeah. What do you think? I I was kind of overwhelmed by how much was going on at the beginning just in that. Oh, this truly is high fantasy. Like there aren't going to be a lot of things I recognize. Like not even like it's it's always funny when a fantasy story has got some contemporary earth names like Caitlin and then also like made up fantasy names where you you kind of wish you had more names you've already heard of to kind of make it easier on yourself to remember things about people but also they really stick out when you do get a normal names in a fantasy yep. world um but there is a lot I was trying to follow and at one point you go to like a party or something you see somebody with like ram horns i'm like hold on yeah i thought we were dealing with just humans there's other creatures there's other beings there's other creatures Who are they? And species there's those like cat-like people yeah. that we see a couple of um yeah there's the the i mean i guess all the people in zon also have like a bunch of uh like body modifications and and stuff like that um I do want to say also, I think it's funny that the big fancy high class city is named Piltover, which sounds like a rinky dink little village name. Like the name of the city doesn't sound like what the city is. Piltover, the the, the, city of progress. (laughs) Right. This sounds like the little place you go on a Dungeons and Dragons journey. That's like a tavern and a stable and like one stand selling fruits. And you're like, we got to go like pick up our gold coins here. And then we were just on our way unless brigands come for us. Like it sounds so small. It sounds like a little tiny dot in a fantasy book map. And then the Undercity is called Zon, which sounds yes. so much bigger and imposing. I thought it was fun how those the names were kind of switched. Zon. Yeah, it's not the, the it's all, city like, of Zon. It's the, the nation yeah. of Zon. And there's Zon. also like so many nicknames like it's Zon, but also they call it the Undercity. And there's the lanes. Like I was never exactly clear on 
what are synonyms and what's a name for something within this undercity. Right. Yeah. Like there's a lot. I respect everything this show does. I think I just came to it in a space where it's like, I don't have the capacity to learn very much right now. I have to learn a lot for my job and the life I have and not for this nine hour show I have to watch for leisure. I didn't want to work this much for leisure this week. (laughs) Some some weeks used to have a week like that. I I I I think that's where may, maybe if you're more familiar with the video game and the mm-hmm. lore of that, you will know a little bit more about the creatures or the other cities or civilizations that are out there, um, as well as yeah, like what do you mean by the lanes exactly? You guys are like bowling ch- champions. What's happening here? Um, but <laughs> but like you. It it feels like there's enough to tease you. There's enough to inform mm. you, but it still focuses you in on the story. Like as yeah. much as I do, I want to know more. Mm. I, I also feel very satisfied because there is a lot to chew on. Um, yeah. One of my so favorite yeah. minor characters, just visually, I don't feel like I knew very much about her as a person by the end of the season. Is it the- it's, the crow yes! lady with no, the no, yeah. no, no, it's the cl- woman on the council who has like the clock oh. around her neck. She's got you picture Dear like the lady, big, yeah. like Elizabethan ruff that like queens would wear, but instead she has these like concentric circles of these just like taking gears around her neck. Like she's yeah. surrounded by a clockwork, and it's you see it, con- she's never without it, but it's never right. clear, like. Do you is this medical? Is this fashion? Is this like a a cultural symbol of something? What exactly is it? I love it. I just have no clue as to what it could be. Right. It 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 seems like a mix between yeah that big like ruffle thing you mm. would see in like a Victorian, which the, the, the show also has a lot of like Victorian England, yes, like fashion and style uh, I, mixed in <laughs> with with this which i love um this show was out for a year before after yelling a bunch of adjectives fo- somebody finally told me a nugget of truth and they're like it's steampunk i'm like oh nobody's told me it's steampunk they just said it's, great it's amazing incredible etc yeah like maybe that like clockwork lady like is the most mm. steampunk in this but it's, mm-hmm. not, it's not steampunk there is um, it there is some literal steam there are punks and there's yeah. some steam they're both there maybe <laughs> that, not always yeah, together like that thing might be partly fashion like that ruffle thing you mentioned it also might be like those african tribes that do those like yeah! rings those yes! neck rings or the big like hoop not hoop yeah uh, but, like the big like plug earrings or the, mm. the the lip uh things i'm not sure what those are called um mm. but yeah it might be something akin to that like the number of years you have implies a certain status or power something yeah. like that that was fascinating um, on the flip side of that same coin, the like council for the under mm. city. Um, yeah, there was that that 
that crow-like lady who was very yes. tall and lanky and had the like bird feathers around her yeah. neck with the it looked like an oxygen tube going mm. up to her nose but it's like bright glowing green just like in, injecting just the mountain right into her slime yeah right yeah um i love I the that guy was fascinating. with the I love the barren underbite guy who's got the metal jaw and the animation on that character is so detailed. Like they, it really works like it is a static metal jaw. You can tell there's like extra effort put in on that character's like lip movements and things. Cause he's only got one lip. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's fascinating it on at certain times yeah it feels like high fantasy uh, other times it feels like cyberpunk mm-hmm. fantasy kind of stuff it Steam feels like Pop-Pop, stuff like victorian england yeah um, or something like the warriors where you've got just all these different gangs that have got these different yeah. aesthetics to them absolutely absolutely mm-hmm. um i the character designs as a whole incredible everybody looks so cool so dynamic like from the the undercity like very sort of punk mad maxi dystopian designs to uh mel the the like regent of the city who's all beautiful and has like sparkles on her cheeks is wearing gold gowns. glitter yeah i love that the equivalent of a policewoman's uniform has got the delicate little like neck ruffle on it like it's a full <laughs> blouse they're wearing across the spectrum everybody looks so cool it's the one thing that kind of bugged me or the one thing that i kept questioning is for as sickly as he is victor still has a perfect head of hair that's the one part of his body that's thriving his His brain and his hair it's he's so smart the brain power leaches into his hair and that's why his hair is so good hair hair technology in piltover is outstanding (laughs) rogaine has like taken over uh i I don't even know what's out there keeps uh, is one of the, the ones that I, that I hear. All right, he, this he, is the city's he, he main export is some keeps. podcast fan, right? He, it's like this podcast. Oh, he's a podcast guy for keeps. sure. Right. <laughs> I, I like baldness. Everyone. <laughs> I mean, it really worked on that little elf guy who was chairman of the board. I loved him again. Yeah, he's just like a a creature. I don't know what he is. I don't know if we ever his, see another one of him. I, I well, that's the thing. I, I he has what I I don't know if I can quite call a pet because they look so <laughs> similar that I'm right. I'm that like, might be his like, cousin. We don't that know might be his wife or like his attendee. <laughs> like I don't know. Like I just it, yeah. It, they they look so like you've heard the thing. Like sometimes like you you look like your pet or like yeah. you look like your dog. It truly is that they look exactly the same. But he never speaks to it. Also, the creature does not speak. It is just this tiny fluff ball, and it does kind of make these little small sounds that might imply it is more of a pet or more of a mm-hmm. dog or a mouse mm-hmm. cat dog gerbil like thing i don't know um 
but it's just like they're almost the same size. They're just fluffy, firm <laughs> balls. It's just like what what is happening? Hyper is this a slave? Like what is happening we here, dude? Uh, <laughs> uh, unclear. Like yeah, like it reads as dog, but when we don't know what any of the dog? beings are Wife? in this slave dog pig <laughs> loaf of bread. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Yeah. I, we, we don't know what all the rules are. And I do look forward to learning more. Like, I think the show does do a great job of showing you and like not really telling you more than what you need to know. Like, I don't know how much more context you would get if you were familiar with League of Legends. Mm-hmm. Or, I don't know if this is the first supplementary non-game material or if there's like comics or novels or something where you can also learn about this world without having to press triangle and A and B, etc. Uh, but there's a lot there. I, I can imagine if the show came out 10 years ago, I would have been all over this thing. I would have loved it. I would have been on Tumblr. I, 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 oh, yeah. I would have. I would have like dug deep into the lore. I would know everything that's going on. I for right now in my life, I do not. It, perhaps the time will come. Maybe I'll 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 reach some some new clear peak in my life where I have got so much time in my brain and in my life to really devote to learning more about the world of Arcane because it's there. I can tell it's there. If you want to go deep on this, you can. And I do yeah. like that. I like that it shows you how much possibility there is. It's so rich. Mm-hmm. Speaking of possibility, what did you think about all the hex tech stuff, all the magic that is actually in this? I think it's interesting that it is mechanical, technological magic. Like there's engineers doing this. There's not a wizard. There's not a spell book. There's not a wand. There's not a crystal ball. You've got these like little gemstones that are these incredibly powerful like pieces of dark matter or something Mm -hmm. that they have to do math about. I like that approach. Uh, And I like how very sincerely Jason Victor, like we want to see what good this can do for the people. And they keep relatively clear heads about it like they 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 don't get as misled as you could imagine they would have in another show in another story and they like they there st- is a lot of tension between them yeah. even as they continue uh their research but yeah it's not so it's not like top 10 anime betrayals of all time <laughs> it, it, like, it's, yeah there there is some like ah oh, i wish you hadn't <laughs> done that or mm-hmm, like why are you mm-hmm. experimenting by yourself like i thought we yeah were p- p- partners but but yeah it's a good i good relationship i think i like the two of them together a lot i like that even though jace becomes like the the face of this new hex tech movement like he always wants victor to be there right by his side like it's not that the the council were like, oh, he's all sickly. He has that cane. He's not a good public image. Just Jace. Only Jace goes out there. Like Jace always invites Victor and Victor's like, oh, no, I'm OK. I want to stand back here. You go. You go out on stage. You know, I look forward to watching you speak like the Yeah. He, the, he hasn't taken himself like he took himself out of the spotlight purposefully. He's like, I would just devote time to the research, devote time to my health. Like they are very loyal to each other. I mm-hmm. 
I like when Victor gets sick and Jace has spent the whole night like boning the regent in this like it goes immediately into like beautiful metaphorical like sex cosmos. I'm not clear on exactly <laughs> where in physical space they are. I don't know if they're in a bedroom. I don't know if they're on a balcony. I don't know if other people can see them doing that. But they just have a great they're, night they're together. They're in the Shrek TV. That's where they are in the Shrek TV. <laughs> what if we kissed in the Shrek TV? <laughs> <laughs> But like he leaves her the next morning because he found out, oh, no, my my business partner, my best friend, he's sick. I have to go to him. I have to be there when he wakes up. And like, that's not anything that really causes any animosity between him and Mel. She's like, she kind of understands it. Like there's. Yeah, I I like I like how good that friendship is between the two of them, how very caring he is for Victor. So I I described him. I described Jace. As like a mm. Tony Stark like mm. figure, but the relationship that Jace and Victor have is almost like a what if Reed Richards and and Victor Von Doom had a better mm. relationship ah! and didn't split. Um, I'm a big comic book nerd, as you can tell by all my uh, comic references. Um, but yeah, like I I I I like that. I I I like that. Um, he, like, man, this show also does a lot thematically. Uh, that mm-hmm. I think is really stand out. Uh, one of them is the kind of flipping of the scenarios for these two characters. Whereas at mm-hmm. the start, Jace was about to commit suicide, or, or mm, what? What we, yeah. we 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 think he was at, at least contemplating it. Um, mm-hmm. and by the end of this show. Victor has been experimenting on this stuff on himself, uh, yeah. trying to be like, hey, if we can contain it in a mechanical piece, can we not contain it within the human body? Would that help mm-hmm. my leg? Would would is that something we can do? And he's kind of quietly experimenting on that. Most of it, 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 it kind of works. There is that scene where he like has the use of his leg and yeah. he can start to run, which is fantastic. Yeah. But also in the process of getting there and doing all of that, his he basically ends up killing his assistant on accident. Wild. Which is she walks a, in and just gets vaporized. Touching scene and a, I think yeah. a testament to, to how good this show is because I care about that moment and now that character yes. of just like that that was amazing. I think I maybe saw her in two scenes. That mm-hmm. was it. Um, but I, yeah, like she she ends up just getting vaporized, and so he is also just broken as a result of that. Of like, oh no, like what if I what have I done? And yeah, by the end of this show, he's the one up on this ledge they're contemplating like do i just end end things here and that's when jace then comes mm. to his r- r- rescue and it's like hey like am i interrupting something here do you need some some help mm-hmm. and I, I i i just like that they yeah. have both gone through it and helped each other out mm-hmm. i think there will be much more tension between oh, yeah. them in season two um i i still feel like i don't know enough about uh the the 
mad scientist dude that has his face burned that I think oh, yeah. what is it that Silco keeps going to do. I feel like somehow yeah. that guy is gonna factor into the relationship between mm. uh Jace and Victor a lot more mm. in season two somehow. Um but I yeah I I, I don't know. I, I like where they are. And and that's the thing that I I, I think the show gives you enough and humanizes these characters enough that you care about all these different chess pieces and all mm-hmm. these different corners of the world here. Um, I, I know an easy comparison is this like Game of Thrones style. There's things happening mm. in all these different corners yeah. and slowly but surely they're all coming together. Um, and I think it's doing a great job of that. So. Mm-hmm. It's the character relationships are really detailed. The sort of thematic journey the show goes on is really complex and nuanced where I think there's clear bad guys. But even the protagonists, you're like, I don't know exactly if this person's on the right side of things. And I don't know how to determine what the right side of things is. Exactly. Like the story, like with all the shifting perspectives, I'm like, I'm I'm not clear on whether or not the show thinks the war is good or bad. Like, I don't I don't know where we are with that. Yeah. On, on, like, on, on one hand, it's this like classist divide, mm. right? Rich versus the poor. Mm. But also the, the poor have been mistreated. So they're kind of right in all of that stuff. But also like, oh. Uh, cool magic right like uh, uh, up here like i want to see more of that but also like these two sisters vi and powder and jinx Mm. and i i have a theory right they're (laughs) they're this is more so like a a thematic harry Uh that then like i think i know what's going on here in this story um but vi and powder her her uh Vi's full name is Violet, right? Violet Powder sounds a lot like violence and power. Uh and so I'm I'm wondering like if themes of that in the war behind them. You're laughing at me, making fun of me. I have a serious thought here. No, but like like I like I said, it's it's not a like this is where the story's going. I got kidneys up here in this head of mine. I'm big brained and everything. No, it's it is this like obviously it's a war. There mm. is this drug that has been kind of t- t- taking over the undersetty. There is this magic, and it, both of them seem to be corrupting people in their own ways. It is this idea of taking power, using things to get power enacting that power on other people in different ways whether it be technology to help them Mm -hmm. or violence to control them Mm. like i i don't necessarily think that those two (laughs) characters are meant to be like vi is the embodiment of violence in this Mm. show or powder is the embodiment of power in this show I, i i think that can shift and change. And I think that is thematically what this show is doing. I think it's just a tip of the, of the hat of just like, Hey, violence and power is one of the themes. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. (laughs) One of the really striking scenes is when 
uh, Vi goes to Jace and says, do you really want to help fix things? Because uh, Silco is like never going to listen to diplomatic reasoning. Like you have to destroy his power system. The, ho- the hold he has over the Undercity is that he's got everybody hooked on these drugs. If we destroy his drug manufacturing plant, then all these citizens are going to turn against him. And this is going to make things way easier for us. So he's like, okay, that's the best option I've heard. Let's go in there like guns a blazing. And like mm-hmm. all the, the workers are in these sort of big suits and yeah. they like the, all of a sudden the suit is just gone. I don't know if they like magically like blasted it off of him or if this was an artistic cut or what, but you see that they, when fighting one of these workers, like the the body tumbles to the ground and it's a kid. It's like a 10 year old who's been responsible for manufacturing these drugs. And they look around and all of the workers are kids. And Jace is like, this is over. I'm not doing this. And, and Vi was like, yeah, I know. Of course it's all kids. Like who else was he going to get to do it? This is still the best option. What you, you're upset about killing one kid. How many more kids are going to die if he keeps manufacturing yes. these drugs, keeps exactly. his hold over the city. And he's like, I am not murdering children. I'm going back upstairs. I'm going to figure well, out another like, solution. And he's it's also really not tricky. trying to murder children. He's just trying yeah. to stop the production. And yeah. in his like joy of like using this newfound weapon that he he and I mm. helped helped him make all he accidentally kills this kid. Mm. Head. And that's when he's just like, oh, shit, wait a minute. Uh, Maybe we should think about what we're doing before we do this. Mm. <laughs> just like, yeah, well, no shit. but also, who did you expect to be working here? So, yeah, you're you're absolutely it's, right. It's such an interesting scene because it paints like you see from Vi's perspective that Jace is a coward. But you also see from Jace's perspective that Vi is like gone way too hard about things. And you leave the scene saying, I don't know exactly what the best case scenario is like that. I don't know if I've watched Mm. a lot of things and had that reaction as an audience member where you want to root for the characters you like to do the right things. But you're really not sure exactly what the right thing is to do in any of these circumstances. Um, let me see. Yeah, it's. It's a lot of like moral gray area stuff. Mm. It's it's shifting and changing hands and just like who's who's going to be on what side? Because it's it's interesting that Vi is from the Undersetty is very much against the things that the that Piltover Mm. is kind of doing or stands for, for, but kind of ends up allying herself with them allying herself mm. with them to help the undersetty or at least to defeat silco right yeah um which we haven't seen the end of the, of that st- storyline but that i so i was trying to look up some stuff um y- the other day on this and i i don't remember where i saw this or where i found it i can't find it now um oh wait here uh, so th- this is Vi's Wikipedia page, mm-hmm. um, and uh, it says not not only was she introduced as a playable character mm-hmm. uh, within this series lower in December 2012, um, but 
uh, for she is, uh, let's see, it says, although the, oh, it says, although she is nicknamed the Piltover Enforcer mm. uh, because her association with the city's guardians, she is a former criminal who hails from Zon, originally the undercity re- region of Piltover. Um, she's the arch enemy as well as elder sister of the terrorist jinx um so i I, like that that little bit of information was interesting to me her nickname right the the Mm. piltover enforcer because it 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 is this like wait is she is she gonna kind of go on their side and like being like be in like she has this relationship with and i forget her real name but she calls her cupcake caitlin cake yeah those two are cute Um, yeah and i like i I like the relationship that they're building but i'm wondering if that's the start of this of like is she Mm. gonna like fall in love with her and kind of go over to piltover's side and go against the nation of zon here that's interesting and Mm. like we haven't gotten there yet exactly in the story. Like we can see where it might, I, I can see how that might happen, but mm. it's not there yet. And I'm, I'm just like, I, what is happening? How does that mm. become a thing here? So yeah, I'm, I'm fascinated by all sorts mm-hmm. of stuff in this show. Good things. Yeah. It ends on a really interesting cliffhanger uh with, with Jinx shooting that bomb right at like the council members meeting room uh right there at the Jedi High Council right yeah <laughs> you don't know and like Mel's up there Jace is up there you don't know if anybody's really going to get out of that alive uh it's it's really unclear and you don't yeah, you don't know exactly where things are going i hope i would like it to be not a show where a bad guy is defeated, but there's a real look at, all right, why do we think that side is the bad side? Why do we have sides at all? Instead of good defeating evil, can we like sort of evolve past that point and like learn to collaborate, learn to cooperate, learn to respect each other. And I think problems rather than, than, than like it's our side versus your side. Yeah. I blew them up. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the scene where Humdinger goes down, uh, and meets Echo is the kid's name, yes. right? Yes. And those mm-hmm. two have a very positive interaction with each other. Like there's no judgment like stuff, yeah. or, or fear from one to the other. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, 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 I think I, that's I will, a good step forward. I, I think even Heimerdinger being kind of exiled from Piltover, or I, I, I don't remember if he was actually exiled or if it was like a self imposed. Ex- like I need to go look and see what yeah. we can do to I, sol- solve this another way. That's what he says. They they force him into retiring from the council. I think he can That's still right. live up there. He just doesn't have the job he's had. So I think That's he's right. going on kind of a a soul searching journey um but yeah i like i i I like that and then he he stumbles across echo who's hurt who then takes Mm. him back to his like underground portion of the city where this giant tree is growing and heimer jjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjjj
kind of gatekeeper to Piltover's progress and technological advancement mm. previously that Hextech kind of shook him out of that in in a like he, he he feels like he's kind of the old guard and he's like having the scales lifted off of his eyes now to to be like mm-hmm. there's so there's so much more we can be doing if we just come to gig 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 together and use hex tech with this or use this with that stuff over here if we do this here and that and mix it and i i think he's he's not necessarily gonna be less scared or anything because he was always very cautious he's like great new discovery we need 10 Mm. more years of research i Mm -hmm. i I think he's going to be a little bit more gung ho about just building and creating and and just making new stuff that I think it'll be an interesting turn of events wherever that leads him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I that's another interesting angle to this series is the question of if we wait long enough until the technology we want to use is perfect, what losses are we risking in the meantime like to the welfare of the people who are we are developing this technology for it's this back and forth of it's going to cause problems but can also solve some problems right now or the problems can fester while we spend 10 years developing the thing until it's perfect but then it's perfect for who (laughs) (laughs) for what purpose dualities yeah interesting stuff um yeah, I there there's so much detail in this show. I'm sure we could dig into a, a bunch of, mm-hmm. of stuff and continue talking, but that's kind of all I have. To yeah. Say that's good for it. now. Yeah. Oh, I also want to um, mention uh so Imagine Dragons does the theme song. I like yep. that this has a great opening credit scene. It's not just like 1899 and dark that could have the good ones over here on Netflix. This can have it yep. too. It's very yep. much like 1899. Uh, and in one episode, you see an animated choices. Imagine Dragons who are just down there in the Undercity performing. I, I, I think funny. they use that as yeah. like part of the animated like music video yeah. for that song. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it's an it's an interesting one for sure. They have some some great music in this, but also yeah. like like I, I like it. It works really well. It's also just kind of anachronistic. Like it is mm. it, it's interesting choices, to say the least. None of it felt like, oh, this is a bad choice or this is mm. out of place in a way that is like you should have picked a different one. A, again, like, mentioning 1899. A song that ended every episode with a needle drop that frequently felt kind of jarring against what the tone of the episode was. It always works here. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Well, there you go. That wraps us up. That wraps up our spoiler Mm -hmm. discussion on Arcane. (laughs) Melissa, let's jump into Bingo. We have a Bingo update here. Um, Let's see. Do we have... Any kind of treasure map? No. So I I I think we can put down signature weapon if you have that. Yes. There's the v- v- Vander's gauntlets and then like the newer hex tech ones that Vi has. We, that lady with the robot arm. Yeah. Yeah. 
There what you a, go. What a, what a great mechanical arm. It can do so much. Those are such cool fight scenes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I don't think we got a, a fancy party, crashing a fancy party. Well, we, we, we did get a fancy party. I don't think mm. we got anyone crashing oh, the party. <laughs> There's the one of the scenes that did kind of lock me into, okay, I'm on board with this show, is right after Jace is appointed to the council and Mel takes him uh-huh. to some sort of performance and she points out all the other council members in their boxes uh, and yeah. tells him like, these two fight with each other all the time, but they both like the same like illicit banned alcohol. So they're friends on that front. And yeah. like, if we close the hex gates then they are not going to be able to import that alcohol. So then those guys are going to hate you. But just the fact of, I am having a conversation with this young protege. I'm trying to mold while a performance happens really reminded me of revenge of the Sith. Yeah. It like, it, that is a, a great, like political scene in the sense of like, hey, you just did this thing, which is actually net positive, but mm-hmm. politically yeah. speaking, like you're now the villain of the yeah. show here. So you need to do some schmoozing to uh, get in good with these people. You need to know their weak spots, right? Those guys, they do this. Those guys, they do that, right? Um, good, great stuff. Uh, so in you we there's that one you mentioned that sex scene between Jace and uh, Mel. Yeah, I think was her name. Is it set to music in a way that it's like it's the Imagine Dragons playing <laughs> during the sex scene? No, Is that it? I, I have a sex music, scene set to music, and it's not just music. Any music happens, it has to, but it, but it's it's not like the Hallelujah scene from Watchmen. No, which is yeah exactly <laughs> where that one was in, inspired from. Um, um okay looking at my sheet i think i can get villain in a mask or at least Ooh, like nice. believed to be antagonist in a mask like i think when you first see um g- grown-up echo he's got a mask on and then you find out no he's one of the good guys but there's a mystery there's lots of foes in masks in the show yeah i've got that i do you think i can get there's not one specific one but there's so many smaller deals with the devil like even Jace's final ploy for the final plan, last resort of we're just going to agree to negotiate with Silco. He's going to have his own independent nation if he stops doing these things. Like this is, I think, the best nonviolent choice I can make right now. I'd say like something like that. Yeah, his deal with that. And of course, yeah, J- Jinx now messing that up is going to cause a lot of problems. I think also, mm-hmm. again, that I, I don't remember his name, the mad scientist dude that's in the undercity. Like, yeah, I, I feel like even pe- like Silco being like save Jinx. That mm. is kind of a deal with the devil of just like, hey, she's not going to be exactly like you remembered her. And then, of course, immediately after that, she has the like Batman death in the, of the family's like dinner mm. party scene yeah, i would say that's that an was uncomfortable great. dinner party uh if you have that Yo, on your thing okay uh, i do have that um it's not i also uncomfortable in the way that we 
intended it i think but it is just like that counts we we thought like awkward like you're sitting with like the the step parents you know yeah um but i I think this really really counts Um, i also gave myself faux waiting in the shadows to talk because i know there's a lot of scenes where jinx will sneak up on people in the dark and then ah there she is i love when she's got vi and and caitlin tied up and you're seeing everything from their perspective through the burlap sacks. Yeah. Those are great shots. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, so I, I got I made progress, but no bingos yet. OK, yeah, I, I, I did, too. I, I, I got uh, the signature weapon or move with a with a name, an uncomfortable dinner party. Mm hmm. That's what I got in, in that one. I wish we had gotten like a begin human trials. Um, we, ugh, we all we practically do. do. Victor's like, I begin human trials on myself. There's one human. It's me, Victor. There's also the, the one like street kid that they first inject with the. Oh, yeah. Stuff. The um, pink stuff. Yeah, that that. Well, that one might be a, a begin human yeah. trials thing. Because he he doesn't this, say it specifically, but it is the like, well, who are you g- g- gonna experiment on? He's like, well, good thing I I I have someone to fill that role, right? Mm, um, this this show does have big begin human trials energy <laughs> overall. Will, will you allow me to have that one? Yes. Okay, okay you good. can have begin human trials. Cool. Uh, with that, I think that is all I can get mm-hmm. on 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 my bingo card so yeah still Mm -hmm. no bingos yet but we're getting close you're real close i am need arden to death (laughs) it's the only one we only have had science to death we haven't had (laughs) arden to death yet nobody's a ballerina or anything good stuff uh well that's our bingo update for this week Melissa, let's move on to recommendations. Mm-hmm. Uh, if people enjoyed this, what else might they like? I, upon first hearing about the show, especially once sign, somebody finally gave me the fact of it's kind of steampunk. I've been imagining something like Legend of Korra. Okay, sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which it, I think Legend of Korra is a bit more. Teen centric. Uh, Right. Yeah. It's very like teen emotions coming of age in a way that the show isn't as much. But it's also got... still a kid's cartoon. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Mm. It's I th- when I picture like the sport bending, the, the pro bending that they do in that show. I think that's what I thought this show would have because I know it's based on a video game uh, and I can only okay. imagine what that video game was. <laughs> yeah. It's also like really excellent like character design production values beautiful big city uh mm-hmm. i think legend of core is still one of the uh in terms of the the design and the production value of the whole thing when the finer television uh series we've seen in the animated world for sure and i there's a movie on netflix called the sea beast uh it's an animated okay, movie yeah. It, it was nominated for Best recent, Animated right? Feature. Yeah, I'm, I'm really happy it got on that nominations list. This movie is gorgeous. It's a lot brighter, cartoonier. 
but like really wonderful, detailed, diverse character designs, big, beautiful cities. It's about this world where there are sea beasts and there are these, you know, uh, like clans of hunters that go out there and hunt the sea beasts, you know, to destroy these foes that are going to attack the, you know, the the fisher people and and the shores of this big, like uh, oceanic city state. And there's this one little girl whose parents were hunters and they died hunting some big monster. And she's grown up in this orphanage with this book about tales of the hunters like her parents and people like them. And she escapes one. Not, she just runs away one day like, I want to go be a hunter. She just stows away on a ship and the ship's like, we already set sail. We have to go like kill this big monster to like prove to the <laughs> king and queen that we can still do it. That like these independent hunting groups still have the power over their like army that they've built. Yeah. We don't have time to turn back. I guess you're just stuck with us now. And like her and one of the main hunters get sort of shipwrecked and they learn these sea beasts are gentle. Like I don't, they realize why have we been hunting them? I don't think they're enemies. I don't think they mean us any mm. harm. And they start looking at everything their kingdom has done, everything their kingdom has built on. And it's this really nuanced, mature, emotional theme of the movie where the little girl's like looks back at her parents who she still believes were heroes, but now realizes, oh, it was utterly unnecessary for them to kill this monster. And she's like, you can be wrong and still be a hero. She's like, I still respect and admire my parents and everybody who's ever done this. I just need to make sure we never do it again. Interesting. Like okay. very, very nuanced, very specific sort of lesson. It's teaching themes it's working with. Yeah. Uh, but also gorgeous and, and really fun sort of swashbuckly sea voyage adventure. I, cool. I think the, the sea beast is great for everyone. Cool. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, I would like to recommend Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Uh, which is another one of the things that we almost could have watched uh, this week. It's one that I p- p- pitched mm-hmm. last week. Um, this came out last year. Uh, it is an anime that is set in the Cyberpunk 2077 universe. Um, it's set in the same universe as the video game. There are some tie-ins there, but it's also one that you you don't need to know anything about the game going in 10 episodes real short they're all half an hour um it is the the art in that is like stunning and non-stop in a way that is just in your face um it's bright colors it's incredible line work it is fast paced um and it is surprisingly emotional uh, in a way that I was not expecting or mm. was not expecting in a short, like t- 10 episode, like 30 minute episodes, uh, like a- anime to do by the end of it. I was just like, oh, like I like I like there's I, I'm feeling feelings here. Like, the, what is this? Um, but 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 yeah, I would recommend that if you want more like video game adaptions um, which I, I guess you can also say the video game is based off the tabletop RPG ah. and that stuff. So, um, yeah, I would say go check that out. Uh, also, in that same line, go check out Castlevania on Netflix. Um, is also in adaption of a video game. I've personally not seen that one. 
but again, everyone is like, this is amazing. Mm. Um, I've also heard good things about the Cuphead show on oh, Netflix. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, it seems like there, there's quite a few animated series uh, that are based off of video, video games that people are liking and enjoying. Um, stuff like that. I think Korra is a good one. I'll second that. Um, yeah, there's there's lots of good stuff. Yeah out there too you if mentioned you want green lantern like, yeah green lantern the animated series oh tron uprising which we've also covered on the show that'd yep. be a good one uh yeah i was gonna say also if you want more of the like victorian era costuming and character design a lot of uh gundam has has that oh oh uh, of course you got too, which is neat here. so yeah i <laughs> I remember Go I got to recommend this. I don't know why I haven't been recommending this on our Fast and Furious episodes on Disney XD. At the same time, they were airing Tron Uprising. They aired a show called Motor City that was interesting in the okay. future uh, of bad guy voiced by Mark Hamill. One of the finest like built yep. super Detroit on top of old Detroit. And then there's like all these street racers trapped down in old Detroit and they're like shaking their fists like we're going to get you and it's just about toppling this this sort of ki- you know kingdom he's built and, and they all drive really fast cars and it's got like really colorful dynamic bold animation i don't know where this show is i hope i can find it i've been wanting to cover it but i it might be on it's, disney plus oh motor city the tv show not I don't know. Last time I checked, it wasn't. Okay, we can at least buy it on Apple TV. So that's progress. People, please seek out Motor City. <laughs> uh, I would also like to recommend Battle Angel Alita. Um, oh, I think sure. That movie is really, really cool. Uh, there is an army of Twitter followers out there who, anytime you mention it, will be like, Battle Angel Alita. Yes, we need more. Watch it. <laughs> um but I, I i like the manga that it's based off of too, too uh that one is very very good but it has that like upper class lower class like mm. the the upper class is living in this city that is like floating in the sky above, above the uh the under city that is actually down on earth um how there, do so we that, know that's that not what the neat. jetsons was about you ever think hey. about that? You don't see the ground in the Jetsons. <laughs> maybe it is. Maybe that's where the Jetsons take place. It's up there while Battle Angel Alita is dead, 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 dead down there on Earth. Uh, who knows? <laughs> but yeah, that would be my recommendations. Mm-hmm. Melissa, yeah. it is your turn to do pitches for next week. Yes. I, big surprise, am keeping on the video game theme. Whoa, okay. I have one TV show and two movies. Let me start with the TV show. There's a pro and a con to this. The TV show is Players. This premiered on Paramount Plus last year. Okay. uh, This is a live action mockumentary style show. To win the championship, a professional League of Legends team needs their young rookie and their veteran to put their egos aside to work together 
to put themselves uh, to prove themselves on the world stage. That's the little blurb from the sidebar in Google. And here is an excerpt from a Polygon article about the show. Um, This is a about a fictional League of Legends esports team called Fugitive Gaming, though it's a satire of sports docuseries like The Last Dance and Formula One Drive to Survive. Great players. (laughs) Players works hard to capture what makes esports special, and it mostly succeeds. The specifics of League of Legends may seem daunting for those who've never encountered the game before, but at the core of all that is an affecting sports drama that knows exactly what it wants to be. A funny, yeah. loving, sometimes gross homage to the everythingness of professional gaming. Interesting. Okay. So I think this show would be a great follow-up to Arcane. Yeah. Uh, also, the mockumentary style and interesting follow-up to Angeline, which we covered of a couple course. weeks ago. But here's the caveat. It premiered on Paramount Plus. It is no longer there. It's still available, but only available for purchase. We would have to spend two bucks. We'd have to spend 20 bucks to get the 10 episodes through Prime or Apple Mm. TV Plus, Google Play, Voodoo. So this there would be cost to this, but a a very interesting follow up. And I've heard very good things about this show. Uh, I think it would be an interesting one for us to tackle. So, players, that's pitch number one. Okay, okay. Pitch number two, a movie I have pitched to you before because uh, it is a sincere personal favorite of mine. This is the most video game knowledge I know. It is Disney's Wreck-It Ralph. I thought so, yep. <laughs> uh, Ralph, he is the antagonist in a game where he busts up he punches an apartment building apart and then fix it felix jr is like i can fix it and he fixes it and then all the apartment you know citizens cheer and then ralph goes to the pile of rubble where he lives it's about the sentient characters within that video game you go to the arcade you play that video game you beat wreck it ralph and then at the end of the day inside the game wreck it ralph is like when is it my turn to win at the end of the game felix gets a medal i want a medal So he travels into other video games that are in this arcade. He literally just like zaps through like the power strip. You know, they're all plugged in together and he can go to other games. And he accidentally unleashes a virus that could uh, kill all of the video games there in the arcade and doom some of the inhabitants of these games who can't escape to, to live anywhere else. It's a really bright, fun, colorful movie, great cast, very sweet, very interesting theme of uh, knowing you are the villain in somebody else's story and figuring out how you can be the hero in your own story as well. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I, I, uh, I know you know this, but I haven't seen Riker Ralph, period. I've, I'm continually surprised that you have not. Because yeah, this movie yeah. <laughs> is filled with uh, in, in, invented new fictional video games and tons and tons of homages and cameos to classic video games. Cool. Good mm. stuff. Good stuff. Uh, like, look, look right here on the DVD box. There's Sonic. There's Cuber. Yeah. One of the Pac-Man ghosts. They're all here. Cool. And pitch number three. Soon. Mario and Luigi, Princess Peach, the whole gang, they will take to the screen. 
But we all must remember, this is not the first time they've done it. We must remember 1993's Super Mario Brothers, starring the late Bob Hoskins and John yeah. Leguizamo as Mario Mario and Luigi Mario. <laughs> we all know the story. Brooklyn plumbers Mario and Luigi get the shock of their lives when they discover a parallel world populated by the intelligent descendants of dinosaurs. It seems they weren't destroyed by a meteor millions of years ago, but hurled into another dimension. Now they have plans to rule our world. It's up to our unlikely heroes to battle the evil King Koopa and his Goomba guards, free the beautiful Princess Daisy, uh, and serve, save mankind in this adventure of a lifetime. Oh, so, Kyle, we, we can watch players, which we, we would have to pay for, unfortunately, no longer streaming. Uh, so we can watch players, 10 episode TV show. We can watch Wreck-It Ralph or we can watch Super Mario Brothers. Ooh, um, I, I, I think I would have picked players if it was streaming somewhere. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, I, I think that would have been a, a neat one-two punch uh, with, hey, we just watched Arcane. Now let's go watch this, you know, you know fake mockumentary. I, I guess you don't need to say fake before you say mockumentary. <laughs> but uh, would a fake mockumentary just be a documentary? interesting um but but yeah it, that would be a neat follow-up mm. to that but uh yeah i think i and man and you then pitched wreck it ralph and i'd be like you know what i think that'd be a good like one-two punch with like the yeah. mario mayovi that's coming out here at the start of april but then you pitch super mario <laughs> Burrows, uh the 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 live action one i i say we go with mario to just okay double up on mario uh yeah why not um i i, I, I think th it's an i also love time. that we are going from perhaps the finest video game adaptation <laughs> ever made to, to one of the most regretful yes yeah <laughs> i love that um, dichotomy great stuff also out the it, weekends that we are recording this is the tetris movie on yes Apple Plus. yeah well, listen, watched you it yesterday watched it you did. i did All watch right, it cool. yesterday we'll, we'll have to uh talk a bit about it uh at another time but uh yeah that is out you guys can go watch that mm -hmm. if you want to i don't necessarily recommend it maybe if you're a little tipsy but it's an interesting one i see I see what it could have been, if that makes sense. I say so I definitely start it. it. Yeah, definitely start it. Feel the energy. Get like twenty minutes in. See if it's for you. Yeah. Um. But yeah, good stuff. Next week, Mario. It, it, so what, what's yeah. the what's the full title of it? It's, it's a Super Mario it's, Bros. It's just called Super Mario Brothers from nineteen ninety three. Um, looking at the first page of Google, I don't know where you can watch it. So good luck. We'll figure it out. We'll we'll uh, buy it on Amazon or something like that. Right. There you go. Uh, well, yeah, that about wraps us up for this week's podcast. Uh, so, Melissa, where can the people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. And listen to my other podcast, Saturday Morning Obscurities, 
a show where me and my brother Dams talk about weird old kid shows you feel like only you remember. Over the years, this has included uh, Green Lantern, the animated series. We also talked about it there. We also did do a very fun episode about Jetsons. There you go. Good stuff. The Good show stuff. like premiered in the 60s, aired one season, and then got rebooted in the 80s. So we watched one episode from each run. It's an interesting comparison. Last year was the year that George was born. Exactly. Right? That's why we did it. Yeah. To welcome him into our world. Good stuff. Uh, before I, I give my social media stuff, I, I almost forgot. We should announce it again here. Our end of the month special oh, yes. for the next four months uh, is going to be The Good Place uh, hit television show. Um, there's four seasons of that. So at the mm. end of the next four months, we will be watching one season at a time and covering it here on the re- on the review show. Uh, so yeah, just get excited about that and keep an eye out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, you guys can find me at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter. And if you guys would like to stay up to date with all of the stuff that we do here at the Whatnots, we are at the Whatnots on Twitter as well. So please go like, share, and subscribe. That would help us out a ton. If you're watching this on YouTube, go check out one of our other videos right over there on that side. That would help us out even more. Uh, but yeah, that is about it. Number 248 of the Whatnots Review Show. We will see you all next time. Bye. Bye.